Welcome to Seeds of Hope. Listen now to this encouraging and uplifting message of faith and trust in our Lord, shared by Father Mike Moore. We've all heard stories or seen movies where there's a great tragedy or someone's experiencing a painful loneliness and the character in the story will ask this question. Where are you, God? Why are you so silent? Perhaps you've felt that in your life at times. It's not uncommon at all. In these next five episodes, I'd like to take a look together with you at the mystery of God's silence. First, let's take a look at when God seems silent but is not. In fact, God may be actually talking very loudly. What would that be like? I remember years ago, a young woman coming to see me. I'll call her Katie. And she knew exactly why she wanted to make an appointment. She walked in and with Northeastern directness said to me, Hey, what's this about God talking to people? Am I missing something? And so we started to consider, well, how does God talk to us? Of course, there's the scriptures. Ever since they were written, People have always believed that it's the living word of God, that God didn't mean those words and those stories just for the people way back when, but that God is speaking to us today through these holy writings. We considered nature. Oh, how many people talk about seeing and hearing God in nature in a beautiful sunset. I remember the first time I had to give a talk to priests I didn't know. I was so nervous, you know, to talk to my peers. So I had a five-hour drive to go up to the retreat house where the talk was going to be. And along the way, there were seven distinct rainbows at different parts of the journey. About the third or fourth one, I started smiling. Okay, Lord, thank you for your reassurance. People also often talk about how they hear the voice of God in someone who's holy or wise in their lives. Sometimes people will say, I heard the same thing from three different people today in answer to something they were asking for in prayer. Or people will talk about a lyric in a song and just feel in their hearts that God had them there to hear that answer at that moment. But are there times when something's blocking us from hearing God? God is really trying to reach out to us, but we're not picking it up. I'd like to talk about three possibilities. The first one has to do with lack of self-esteem. I remember years ago being asked to give a talk to some students who were studying for confirmation. It was a ninth grade class. And so I asked them, so what do you think is the hardest thing for people to believe? Well, the first answers revolved around does God exist? But then one young woman asked this question. I know God loves the world, but does he love me? Does he know what's going on in my life? Does he care? I confirmed with her that in all my years of listening to others, that is the hardest thing for most people to believe. You see, if I don't believe that I'm worthy, that I'm never going to interpret anything that's happening in my life or any scripture 
as being really God talking directly to me. It's a block. Here's another one. would be my image of God. If I, if I believe that God put the universe together like a watch and is way out there, somewhere out there in heaven, so transcendent, that no matter what happens in my life, I'm never going to interpret it as coming from God because God's not here. The third one has to do with strong, painful emotions. If I'm filled with anxiety, or let's say I have a very strong feeling of anger because of something that's hurt me in my life, or deep grief over some loss, those can be blocks to being able to hear God. C.S. Lewis who lived in the last century, British lay theologian and prolific writer. He wrote over 30 books, including the Chronicles of Narnia. He had a precise, analytical mind. And as life went on, he didn't think he'd ever marry, until he met Joy Davidman, an American writer, whose mind had the depth and width of C.S. Lewis's. They fell in love. And not long after they were married... Joy contracted bone cancer. They were devastated. There weren't very many treatments for bone cancer back then. She went into remission and was able to live a few more years until finally that terrible disease came back and she passed away. C.S. Lewis was filled with anger and grief and bewilderment, doubts, And you can read his journal. It's in a little book called A Grief Observed, where there's passages from those weeks and months after Joy passed. At the beginning, he's calling out, Where are you, God? Why are you so silent? Why are you not here when I need you the most? But as time goes on, he begins to feel the healing presence of God. And he makes this great insight. God was there all along. But his grief and anger and bewilderment were so strong, they were like an impenetrable wall. So those three ways, although not an exhaustive list, I think are the most common for why sometimes people don't hear God. It was a great grace to watch Katie She came in as if she was in a desert, not hearing God's voice at all. And as time went on, and she began to recognize where God was indeed talking to her, it was as if she went from a desert to like it was raining cats and dogs. It was beautiful. In the next episode, I'd like to consider when God is silent. And could there be any times in our lives when that might be good for us. If you found this episode helpful, please share it with someone you know. God bless you. If you would like to subscribe to the Seeds of Hope Reflections, just search Seeds of Hope with Father Mike in your web browser or wherever podcasts are available.